a spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by Mookie Betts. For Taylor who makes diving catch. He got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left and deep. And This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA House. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and a welcome in to Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this beautiful Friday night here in Southern California. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, a franchise record 108 wins and counting. After taking two or three from the Padres in San Diego, the Dodgers now back home for the start of a six-game homestand, all of them against the Colorado Rockies as they wrap up the regular season. Tonight, it's Clayton Kershaw on the mound. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 7:10. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts, get his pregame thoughts. We're going to preview this pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to play this Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. In 45 minutes, David Vasse is going to go one-on-one with former Dodger, now assistant coach, Jose Vizcaino. Kirsten Watson will stop five from the field in just a couple of minutes, and we'll send it out to the booth and check in with Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Well, last night in San Diego, it was a bullpen game for the Dodgers and a big game for Miguel Vargas. Dave Roberts electing to go with an opener in the series finale against San Diego. Bruce Dark Ratterall got the start. The right-hander went one inning. He gave up two runs on three hits. All three hits were soft contact. Trey Turner should have made a play on a ground ball. Misplayed it, though. Run scored. It was ruled a hit instead of an air. Padres took a 2-0 lead. The Dodgers able to get one of those runs back in the top of the second. Thanks to Miguel Vargas, who had a sack fly scoring Will Smith. That made it a 2-1 game. Andrew Heaney took over as the bulk inning guy and pitched well. Four shutout innings. He scattered three hits while striking out six along the way. Heaney and Padre and the Padres' Shamanaya worked quick. Neither team scoring against them. Finally, though, in the sixth inning, the Dodgers got after the Padres' bullpen. Mookie Betts, a leadoff double. Trey Turner then an infield single. Next batter, Freddie Freeman. Johnson's first pitch to Freddie. Swung on and lifted in the air to the shallow left. That's going to drop for a base hit. Mookie Betts will score, and Freddie ties it up. It's 2-2. Two to two. Well, Profar just had an awful jump on that. Mookie started to go back toward the bag, thinking that maybe Profar was going to get a chance, but he had a late break on it. That ball fell in well in front of Profar, and Mookie took off, went to the plate. Turner moves to second. First and second, nobody out in a new ball game. Freddie Freeman with the RBI single, and the Dodgers weren't done. Max Muncy walked to load the bases with one out. Chris Taylor struck out, so the game was tied. Dodgers with the bases loaded, two outs, and up came young Miguel Vargas. He fell behind 1-2 in the count. Then he got the count even at 2-2, and then he delivered. 
Here comes the 2-2. And Vargas up the middle, a base hit. Dodgers lead. Trey Turner scores. Here comes Freeman. Throw to third. Hits the back of Max Muncy. And he'll have to stop there as Machado is able to pick it up. But on a 2-2 pitch, Miguel Vargas uses the middle of the field, drives it into center, and scores two. And the Dodgers lead it 4-2. A two-out, two-run single for Miguel Vargas, and that's the top-tier play of the game brought to you by Arco Quality. Top-tier gas for less. Dodgers with three runs in the sixth took a 4-2 to lead. After Andrew Heaney went the four innings, he turned it over to Craig Kimbrell, who pitched a scoreless sixth. Caleb Ferguson combined to pitch the seventh. Dodgers offense would tack on another run in the eighth on a Will Smith solo home run. His 24th of the season. Dodgers with a 5-2 lead. The bullpen would close it out the rest of the way. Dodgers with the comeback win over the Padres 5-2. Andrew Heaney the win. Miguel Vargas drives in three and Dodgers get win number 108. Tonight they're back home for the start of the final homestand of the regular season. Six games against the Colorado Rockies. Clayton Kershaw gets it started tonight. First pitch is 7 And with more we send it out to Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Guys. All right, Tim, it's the Dodgers and the Rockies, the final six games of the regular season. The Dodgers at 108 and 48, 60 games over 500. They've got the largest lead in Major League Baseball, 22 over the Padres after taking two of three down in San Diego. Speaking of San Diego and the Dodgers and how they played, yes, they took two out of three, and maybe they didn't play their best brand of baseball. But what was your takeaway, not so much about how they played and the results, but how the roster now is going to begin to take shape for the postseason? Yeah, well, first of all, baseball has come out and said, look, you have to have 13 pitchers, can't have 14 at postseason. So that means 13 position players. And what we're seeing is that Dave Roberts and Dave talked about it today, trying to get the players ready for postseason play. Remember, there's a five-day respite before the Dodgers actually go to that first round. So there's, uh, I think, even more concentration right now to make sure that some guys are in that lineup, how much they want to be playing. And for Dave Roberts, says, look, he says, for him, uh, it's more on the side of continuing to play guys and also get some people some more at-bats. Because if you're looking at this Dodger ball club, in particular the bottom part of the lineup, there's a lot of guys there that are still trying to get things kind of figured out, get a higher percentage of swings, making contact, and how they're going to be able to really contribute. So we're seeing a lot of guys getting playing time at various positions and trying to get ready and think ahead, and not just right now. Who's going to make it and who isn't? Mm-hmm. Those are the $64 questions, not only in terms of the position players, but in the bullpen as well. I was just going to bring it up. The other part, too, is the back end of the bullpen. We're beginning to see some more arms, and there's some more arms that are on the way. And those arms are, first of all, they think that Blake Trinan, uh, who stretched things out, they're saying, well, he could be hopeful for the division series. That's a ways off. Dustin May could be hopeful for the division series. Yes, it's a, a few days off. And then we look at Tony Gonsolin. You know, he was in the bullpen 30 or so pitches, He's going to take the mound on Monday, maybe three innings, maybe a little bit more than that. That's a few days away, but things are really getting interesting. And who's going to raise their hand as far as the guy that represents the bullpen on the back end of games and close? In recent weeks, Phillips has been terrific. Martin has been terrific. Almonte is back. Canely's been a very big surprise. And where does that leave Craig Kimbrell? Exactly. And uh, we saw Kimbrell come in the sixth inning in the middle game of this series down in San Diego. So there are some decisions. But for 
The Dodgers, fortunately, they're very tough decisions, but very good decisions when you look at the talent from which to draw. If they win tonight, or they're going to win at least one of the six against the Colorado Rockies, who they have dominated like the rest of the Western Division, the Dodgers will clinch home field advantage as far as they go into the postseason. Clayton Kershaw is a tune-up tonight. It's going to be his 21st start of the year, 10-3 at 2.42 ERA. Chad Cool has been lukewarm for Colorado, 27th start and an ERF 5.5. We'll detail that pitching matchup later on in the hour, Tim. All right, thank you, guys. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck coming up. We'll hear from Dave Roberts. We'll get you an injury report. Jose Vizcaino goes one-on-one with David Vasse. We'll check in with DV throughout the show. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Don't forget your chance to play the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. Up next, though, Kirsten Watson will check in from the field as we lead you up to first pitch on this Friday night. Dodgers and the Rockies. Clayton Kershaw on the mound. I'm Tim Cates. Thanks for being with us. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In and Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here she is, Sabina Mora. Thank you, Tim. Yes, Dodgers game day traffic and being a Friday extra delays on the 110. Uh, that's northbound approaching the 10, but all the way through to the 101 connector and Stadium Way. The heavy southbound slowing to Stadium Way continues, leaving the 5. There was a crash on the 101 southbound. Still busy leaving Hollywood Boulevard southbound to El Dorado. That crash now on the right side. And then a bit sluggish to the 110 connector, but fortunately no closures there. That's your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Sabina Mora. Thank you, Sabina. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. It's the Dodgers and Rockies. Clayton Kirsch on the mound. First pitch, 7-10. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Kirsten now joins us before the Dodgers and the Rockies. Final six games of the regular season. Start of a long stretch against Colorado out at the stadium. And tonight it's Clayton Kershaw on the mound. Kirsten, what's the plan with him moving forward? Yeah, so today will be his likely his second to last start. So um, Dave told us it's just a regular start for him today. The plan is that he's going to get the final game on Wednesday. He should be starting that one. And so with that, they'll kind of decide if that plan might look a little different, how deep he wants to go, and uh, kind of how he's feeling at that point. But for today, a typical start. Um, I'm expecting him to set the tone and have, you know, his usual Kershaw Day fashion, but also about kind of keeping the guys healthy right now, making sure that they're ready uh, for the postseason. And then with him, he, of course, is going to be one of the starters, but there's no decision just yet if he will be game one or potentially a game two starter. So hopefully we'll get that information. Um, whether it's by the end of these six games or in that time off preparing for the NLDS. But I definitely expect him to be in the starting rotation game one or two uh, for the postseason. What about the rest of the guys? You mentioned kind of managing their health, making sure these guys are ready to go come October 11th in the NLDS. Dave Roberts has kind of got to manage playing time, health, and making sure these guys stay hot going into October. Yeah, it's kind of that tricky, like, situation in that period. Mm-hmm. But you kind of want to keep everyone in bubble wrap. Um, obviously, <laughs> last year, the unfortunate time in which uh, Max Muncy went down on a season-ending injury at the at the last of the regular season. Granted, the situation is very different this year. They're not playing and in a battle with the San Francisco Giants. It's the literal last game. 
uh, of the regular season. So this year it's that, okay, let's find a way to somewhat keep them in bubble wrap to keep them healthy. But also each guy is different. You have a player like Freddie Freeman. He likes to be out there every single day. It keeps him in his routine. It keeps him going. But then you have someone else like a Justin Turner who's been down, you know, a few days recently just dealing with the um, left shin contusion. So it's that balancing act of some guys, you know, got to keep them to be healthy and maintaining and kind of finding a routine that works for them to keep them healthy for the postseason, uh, while also balancing just guys who want to be out there every single day. So lots, um, it's kind of more than I think you'd imagine from the manager's standpoint of how he has to really just manage personalities and manage individuals. Uh, but lots to kind of, I guess, do within these six days and then the five days in which there's going to be nothing but sim games uh, to prepare yeah. them to keep them ready for the postseason. All right, Kirsten, great stuff. We'll check in with you after the game tonight. That's Kirsten Watson as we lead you up here to first pitch on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Coming up, we'll hear from Jose Vizcaino as David Vesse goes one-on-one with him. TV will check in throughout the show, of course. We'll get you an injury report, though, and we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts when we return. It's the Dodgers and Rockies on this Friday night. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Rockies, the start of a six-game series out at Dodger Stadium. Clayton Kershaw, Chad Cool, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 7-10. The L.A. Dodgers injury report brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Dustin May on the IEL with the lower back tightness. Blake Trinan on the IEL with the right shoulder tightness. We got Phil Bickford on the IL with the sore right shoulder. Tony Gonsolin is set to come off the IL on Monday when he makes a start for the Dodgers. He has rejoined this team. All right, let's find out more as we check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Um, I think for Clayton today, it's going to be a normal start. Um... You know, we'll probably have a conversation about his last one uh, as far as length. But I think right now uh, it's kind of go out there, pitch well, and go as long as you can. So the plan is still for that Wednesday to be his final? That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, what? He, he's doing well. I think each day it's been better. Um, you know, I think it's if we were in the postseason now, he would be in there. Um, but I think that uh, guard against any regression is what we're, where we're at right now. Um, is there a chance that he can be in there tomorrow, potentially? And um, but but we'll see we'll see where he's at. But each day it's been getting better. Does this feel like the last week of spring training in some ways for you? Um, there's a little bit of kind of bubble wrap guys to get ready for the postseason, um, but you know there's also the the part of it that. You're getting ready for another season, and, and you want to be, um, you know, playing good baseball going into that part of it. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse. So we're leading you up to first pitch on this Friday night. It's the Dodgers and Rockies. Clayton Kershaw on the mound. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network.
This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Rockies. Clayton Kershaw, Chad Cool, the pitching matchup on this Friday night. The first to six between these two teams as they wrap up the regular season. First pitch coming up at 7-10. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider, David Bassett. All right, David, Justin Turner, what's the deal? Is this injury serious? Well, that's what I asked him. I was standing at his locker as he was speaking to another reporter, and I was just staring at his left leg, so... (laughs) I had a chance to ask him myself whether or not this is a situation that any of us should be concerned about as we get closer to the end of the regular season. Uh, That's all the time I have for today, guys. (laughs) How's your shin? Uh, Shin's all right. Uh, Just continue to get worked on and and treated on. So, um, you know, I fouled a ball off of it in my first at-bat of that doubleheader off my foot, actually. And then uh, the next day in the game, took a swing and felt it kind of start to bark and been kind of playing with it for the last 10 or so days and um, just thought that let's try to take a few days and get it completely out of there so I can go into, uh, you know, the last few days of the season, the postseason feeling good. So do you think this is something that might linger or you feel like you got it in time? No, I feel like, you know, that's why we're – slowing things down and is, is so it doesn't linger yeah. did you have to drain anything did no drain? no i haven't drained anything just just treatment just good old you know uh good old nate lucero's hands you know pushing pushing things around down there so uh, be all good all right so justin turner is uh, very confident as you could hear from his voice that his uh, left shin is not going to give him any problems or make him miss any postseason games, which begins on October 11th here at Dodgers Stadium. Game one of the NLDS. We'll still have to see who the Dodgers face in the NLDS, but Turner will be in the starting lineup. And today, Tim, after I spoke to him, he was with his teammates taking batting practice, so he's all good. All right, speaking of October 11th, Dave, will Dustin May be ready for October 11th? Well, that's a great question. I feel health-wise he will. Um, Now, is he going to be judged on how he's pitching is another question. I feel like the health question is being answered because I've seen him, you know, play catch. He's been in a bullpen session. Dave Roberts, when I asked him when he said it was a good bullpen, I asked him, was that just health or was that about effectiveness or what you saw as far as what he's working on? Because in San Diego, Tim, I saw him working with Connor McGinnis. Trainers were watching him. It wasn't so much about his back. It was more about them working on his pitching mechanics. Uh, They've been a little bit out of whack, I'm sure, with the Tommy John surgery. So I feel like the Dodgers are trying to get Dustin May back to where he was before Tommy John surgery. That's always the last thing to come back to a pitcher as far as the feel and command for their pitches. And we had seen that from May in the last three starts before he went on the IL. He just didn't have command of his fastball and wasn't throwing many strikes. So I feel like that's what the Dodgers are working on to determine whether or not he'll be ready for the NLDS. And I'm sure they're hopeful if he's not ready pitching-wise for the NLDS that they can get him back on track for the NLCS if they get there. 
Dave is brought to you by Ford. Truck Month is here. Get behind the wheel of a Ford F-150 truck and get after it with an available interior work surface. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave, Miguel Vargas hasn't got much playing time. Will he get more now moving forward after what he did last night? Well, there's only five more games to go after tonight, and he's not in the starting lineup after a really good game in San Diego last night with three RBIs. And, you know, I asked Andrew Friedman about it, and he said, well, we would love to give Vargas more time, but we've been in a quandary trying to give Cody Bellinger, Chris Taylor, Joey Gallo, and Trace Thompson ample opportunities to prove which one of those two could step up. They obviously have not separated themselves from anybody else in that group and we'll see whether or not Vargas in the last five games of this uh, regular season gets an opportunity because if neither one or any of those four players are going to stand up and say hey I belong why not give a young player that's hungry and has a great work ethic an opportunity absolutely Dave great stuff as always we'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes conversation with Jose Vizcaino is coming up in 15 minutes all right Dodger fans time for you I need three contestants because it's time for the six flags wicked good play of the game contest 866-987-2570 you predict the inning and the player in which the wicked good play will happen and if you're correct you're going to win season passes to six flags magic mount 866-987-2570 it's the Dodgers and Rockies first pitch from Dodger Stadium is at 710. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Rockies on this Friday night. The first of six between these two teams. Clayton Kershaw, Chad Cool, the pitching matchup in game one. First pitch coming up at 710. This <laughs> is the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game. All right, we have our three contestants ready to go. Mary, start us off. Mary, what is your guess? My guess is Belly is due and he's going to hit a bomb in the fifth. Belly in the fifth. All right. Good luck to you, Mary. Justin, you are next up. Justin, what is your guess? I'm going to go Freddie in the seventh. Freddie in the seventh. All right. Freddie Freeman, seventh inning. Jamie, you are our third and final contestant. Jamie, welcome. What's your guess? Hi, I'm going to go Cody Bellinger in the eighth inning. Cody Bellinger in the eighth inning. All right, good luck to Mary, Justin, and Jamie, our three contestants in the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. A world of fear awaits at Six Flags Magic Mountains Fright Fest. Select nights through Halloween with 14 terrifying haunted houses and dare to enter scare zones. Visit SixFlags.com for spooky deals on tickets and passes. We got six days left in the regular season. The push for the postseason is on. The Dodgers road to Blue October. All right, the Dodgers had the best record in baseball, top seed in the National League. The Mets had the second-best record in the National League. The St. Louis Cardinals, they've clinched the NL Central. They are currently the three seed. As for the wild-card standings, the Braves had the top wild-card standing right now. The Braves and Mets, by the way, going at it in a three-game series this weekend, so they could flip-flop positions. The Padres, second in the wild-card standings. And the Philadelphia Phillies have a one-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers now for that third and final 
playoff spot in the wild card race. Dodgers baseball, of course, brought to you by the Department of Aging. The Dodgers are driving towards the World Series, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. We're leading you up to first pitch on this Friday night. Dodgers and Rockies. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into that stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Once again, here she is, Sabina Mora. Dodgers game day traffic. Thank you, Tim. Going to go to the two southbound at York Boulevard. That's a motorcycle accident. They're still working on it, and it's causing some extra delays. We still see the slow and go on the 5, uh, heading northbound out of Boyle Heights from the 10 uh, to the 101 connector. But as far as crashes, nothing new there. And southbound side of the 5 out of Burbank, still crowded to the 134, staying slow southbound to Riverside Drive. Northbound side of the 110, the crash just before exposition moved off the freeway. That's your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Sabina Mora. Thank you, Sabina. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what the hamburger's all about. It's the Dodgers and Rockies. First pitch coming up at 7. And still to come, we'll get to the keys to the game. We'll hear from Jose Vizcaino, but first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, very unusual to return home for the final homestand of the season and have six games against the same team, but because of the lockout, that's what we got. And six individual games. It's not like they're makeup games. They're not like they're scheduled doubleheaders. Six individual games, and with Clayton Kershaw on the mound tonight, you kind of like the chances. So you get the Dodgers that have set now a franchise record, 108 victories against only 48 losses. I mean, the numbers, I look at them and I still go, are you kidding me? I mean, it's been a, a fabulous year. So Kershaw tonight, uh, maybe some fireworks during the game. You're going to be fireworks after the game as well on Friday Night Fireworks. I'm not sure if you took away the same thing from that last series in San Diego, but the Padres continue to try to prove that they belong on the same field with the Dodgers. The Dodgers may have played their worst three games in quite some time and still took two out of three from San Diego. Yeah, and I think you start to look at it also. I mean, 14-5 and five against San Diego this year, they're up and coming. I mean, they've got some younger guys, but, you know, they still have some issues. And the biggest issue that they have is their shortstop, and that being Tatis, who will not be in uniform when the season begins next year as well. But if you look over the the 19 games, they outscored San Diego 113 runs to 51. They out-homered them 31 to 12, and out-homered them by that uh, margin, even though in that series, there's only uh, one home run that was hit. Yeah. And that was last night, and it was hit by Will Smith, his 24th of the season. I love last night, and every time Miguel Vargas does something positive, you point out how much work he puts in before yeah. each and every game. I'm glad you brought that up because here's a young man. First of all, he was not scheduled to be in the lineup last night. Trace Thompson was scheduled to be there, but for personal issues, he left the ball club, and uh, and all of a sudden, here's uh, Miguel Vargas. Oh, 
by the way, uh, pick up your glove. You're going to be playing in left field. He did not know until a couple of hours prior to game time. And all he did was knock in three of the Dodgers' five runs, sacrifice fly, and then a very big uh, two-run single, that coming in the sixth inning. That gave the Dodgers at the time uh, the 4-2 to two lead, and they would uh, add one more, make it a 5-2 to two victory. But I think if you look at this young man, we see him plenty because we're here at the ballpark early. He takes ground balls and, uh, and instruction at second base. We've seen him at third base. We've seen him take ground balls at shortstop, left field, right field, everywhere, and then working on the hitting on top of it. So, I mean, uh, he's he's been a very busy young man, and he seems to absorb a lot of uh, teaching uh, very rapidly to this particular point. And the Dodgers are looking for production from left field. Nobody really has stood out. No, Maybe no. in these final six games, Miguel Vargas captures some imagination well, here. Well, someone's going to have to raise their hand if they want to have a, uh, a starting job in the playoffs on, on a daily basis. And to this particular point, uh, this is, uh, you know, six games left in the regular schedule, as you brought up. Is this still a tryout period to see who might raise their hand? Because the issue has been lack of contact. And uh, unfortunately, the Dodgers have three or four guys that fall in that category. Lack of contact. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Rick, when you look at the Dodgers season, how spectacular it's been, it starts with the first three hitters, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. Uh, Freddie Freeman really has started to make a case that he should be in consideration for the National League MVP. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what he has done, uh, and really on both sides of the baseball, not only getting on base and knocking in runs, but also from a, a defensive standpoint. Then you add the other little uh, factors that, that we see on a daily basis. His base running instincts are very good and maybe underrated in the speed that he has on the bases as well. You know, he may not win a gold medal in sprints in the Olympics, but he knows how to run and he has above average speed and he uses it to, I think, to the optimum. Uh, he's been a pleasure to watch. We knew he was good to begin with. Charlie and I talk about this a great deal. We knew he was good to begin with when he was playing for the Atlanta Braves, but now we see him on a daily basis, day in, day out. From the fact of the preparation, because as we are about ready to uh, to do our, our little segment here, Freddie Freeman was on the field and taking ground balls, as he does every game before he even takes batting practice with Dino Ebel, the third base coach. So yeah, we see the work that he puts in, and now we see the results of the hard work. All right, Rick, get ready. First of six games against the Rockies starting tonight. You know, David, uh, we're going to yeah, probably be sick and tired of being sick and tired with the Rockies the last six, but the Dodgers have some work to do. And, and again, is this six-game stretch going to be a tryout for a couple of guys starting jobs position-wise? Hold on to your hats. 11 more days to go until the Dodgers play in October. Game one of the NLDS on October 11th. We'll be here for that. Rick, we'll check in with you and Charlie a little bit later. Look forward to it, David. Thanks. All right. There he is, Tim. Rick Monday, my guy. We'll send it back to you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, David. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come here on Morago Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner will have the keys to the game. But up next, David Vasse goes one-on-one. -on -one with Jose Vizcaino. It's the Dodgers and Rockies. First pitch at 7-10. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your part of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Rockies on this Friday night. Clayton Kershaw, Chad Cool, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 7-10. Still to come, Rick and Charlie will get you the keys to the game. We'll also dive deeper into this pitching matchup. Remember, Autumn Racing is in full swing at beautiful Santa Anita Park. Racing Friday through Sunday with millions of payouts every race day. Santa Anita Park is giving you a chance to win four VIP tickets to Santa Anita's Oktoberfest. Trackside plus VIP tour and a $100 betting voucher. Go to am570lasports.com keyword Oktoberfest to enter. David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight. Dodgers and Rockies starting a six-game series here at Dodgers Stadium, and the best way to kick it all off is with one of my favorite Dodgers. He was part of the Dominican duo in the 90s with Jose Offerman, and he was one of the best uh, at his position and a world champion. That is the great Jose Vizcaino. Jose, thanks a lot for the time. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me with you on the show. You don't age a bit. You look the same as you did back in uh, 1990 when you were with the Dodgers. Do you want to know the secret? <laughs> I go to bed early. <laughs> and you still play a lot of golf. Yes. I keep me in shape, walking a lot on the golf course, you know, going to bed early and then just, you know, exercise and just um, no, no stress. Do you still have the same joy for baseball that you did when you played? It's different, but yes, I still love the game. Uh, the day that I didn't love the game, I would I would go home, retire, and never come back to a stadium. But as long as you know, I loved the, uh, the game. That's what I did when I was a kid. Since I was a kid, so I love baseball. That's my passion. Even though the golf now, I play more because uh, you know it's an individual game, and you know it's not a team game. So um, I get to enjoy it a lot playing with the family. Jose, I see you out here with the young players. Uh, guys that have been here for a while, guys that are brand new, like Miguel Vargas. How much do you love teaching? Oh, I love teaching it because, uh, you know, I know how it was, you know, when I was when I was younger, when I was their age, you know, how much, uh, you know, you rely on the coaches because uh, they have more experience, you know, in the game than, than, than we do. So, you know, I always, you know, look at videos and, 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 and tell him, you know, sometimes when he do something, you know, I always ask him, what do you think you did wrong? And then, then you know, we talk about it and then, and so it won't happen again. You know, I always tell them that when they make a mistake, always think about for 30, you know, not even 30 seconds, 10 seconds, what did I did wrong? So that way the next time it happened, you know, it doesn't happen again. So, you know, just communication and just telling, you know, they got to just keep working hard. Miguel Vargas is a name that fans are excited about, and he sh certainly has shown what he can do in a short period of time. What impresses you the most about Miguel Vargas? It's uh, his work ethic. You know, you can come here early and you will see him taking ground ball. Then when he finished, he always asks Clayton, hey, let's go take some fly ball in the outfield. Like good example was today. Um, he took ground ball early. And then he asked, uh, he asked, you know, Mookie. Mookie went at then right field and helped him out because of the sun. You know, um, you know, late in the afternoon, the playoff, we gonna have some game with the sun. So he went at then work, you know, without glasses and then just work it, you know, ball around, fly ball in the sun. And he just that type of kid here. He's just gonna get better every day and 
he's working hard. You know, I know that he's not playing every day, but uh, when he starts playing every day, uh, you know, fans going to see how good a player he is. Jose Vizcaino is our guest just in front of first pitch between the Dodgers and Rockies. Jose, everybody in Los Angeles knows this team is going to be judged by how they do in October. You played for the world champion Yankees during their dynasty run. Do you have to embrace those expectations? Of course. You know, we, we do that as soon as we get to spring training. But, uh, you know, regular season is a regular season. But uh, this team, when it comes to playoff, you know, we expect to win all, all the way. So, you know, playoffs is different than regular season. The playoff, you have to be able to um, do the little thing to win the game, you know. And that's how I always joke, preach. In New York, you know, you got to do the little thing. You got to, you know, pass the baton to the next guy. You know, you you, you, you think about the situation and the game, what you need to do, and, and it's going to help you a lot, you know, to win a lot again. And in the playoff, you always face the best pitchers, the best relievers. So it's not you're not going to score a lot of runs. So you got to manufacture run, and in any opportunity that you have to score one, you got to take advantage. How much do those first three hitters that the Dodgers have separate them from other teams? Oh, they are three hell of a uh, you know, hitter. <laughs> it make a big difference. But not only that, but the other, the rest of the guy, even now that you know Valley, um, CT are not you know having the kind of year that we expect them to have. But um, you know they're gonna come through. Uh, you know, and the playoff is different. They're not gonna be thinking too much about their batting average. You know, doing the like regular season and um, I expect them to do really well so uh, you know from top to bottom we we have a great line now it's going to put a lot of pressure on the other pitchers. Before I let you go what does it take for a player to perform in October? I always we always learn that you know the pressure's on the pitcher he's the one who had to throw the ball over the play you are there with the bat and you got to throw a pitcher that you want and if he's not you just got to take it and we always always put on our on mind that the pressure's on the pitchers. You know, you go out there with the bases loaded. He's the one who got the pressure. It's not the, play, it's not the hitter. So we just got to, you know, know that you are better than him in that situation. And he's got to throw you the pitcher that you're looking for and, and just be patient. Well, he always had his confidence and his composure. That is the former Dodger and world champion, Jose Vizcaino, now part of Dave Roberts' coaching staff. Thanks a lot for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you, David. There he is, one of my favorites on and off the field, Jose Vizcaino, Tim. We'll send it back to you. All right, thanks a lot, David. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital L.A., ranked number one in California for pediatric care. For that, Find the right doctor at chla.org. Lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Rockies on this Friday night. Come back, we'll break down this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates of Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Rockies on this Friday night, the start of a six game series. First pitch coming up at 7 10. And now. Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. 
Clayton Kershaw on the mound, 34-year-old left-hander, is 10 and 3 with a 2.42 ERA, making his 21st start of the year, making his sixth start in September, where he's 2 and 0 with a 1.80 ERA. Last time out, six innings, two runs, seven hits, seven strikeouts, and a win over the Cardinals. He's 24 and 11 with a 3.50 ERA and 297 strikeouts against Colorado at Dodger Stadium. He is 13 and 3 with a 1.90 ERA. Chad Cool on the mound for the Rockies, 30-year-old right-hander, sixth season in the big leagues, five seasons with the Pirates before coming over to the Rockies, making his 27th start this year. He's 6-10 and 10 with a 5.45 ERA. His sixth start in September, he's 0-3 with an ERA north of six. His last start, 5-2, and third innings, three runs, six hits, five strikeouts, and a loss to the Padres. His third start against the Dodgers this year. They roughed him up in July at Dodger Stadium. Before that, he threw a complete game shutout at Coors Field against the Dodgers back on June 27th. He is 3-3 three and three career-wise in six starts against the Dodgers with a 441 ERA. So it's Chad Cool, Clayton Kershaw, Dodgers and Rockies. First pitch in Dodger Stadium is 15 minutes away. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and the Rockies, the start of a six-game series from Dodger Stadium. Clayton Kershaw on the mound. Chad Cool goes for the Rockies, first pitch at 7-10. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. All right, before first pitch, we head back out to the booth, the final check-in with Rick and Charlie. Guys. Dodgers in the first of the final six home games of the regular season, all against the Rockies, who they have dominated like the rest of the West this year. Dodgers, 60 games over 500, 108 and 48. Sending out Clayton Kershaw tonight, 10 and 3 at 242 ERA. Chad Cool has really stumbled down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, for Kershaw, five starts in September coming into tonight's ballgame, 3 and 0. But how about this for an ERA? In those five starts, 1.80. He has absolutely been uh, dominating, and especially when runners get on scoring position in that particular area. Just a 167 average right there. You mentioned for cool. Yeah, it's been very cool. It's been chilly because since the All-Star break, he's made nine starts. He's 0-5 with an ERA of just a few clicks under 8.5. He's been backing up a lot of bases. So the Dodgers have dominated the Rockies, as we mentioned. This year, against the National League West, the Dodgers 51-19, and 19, taking two of three from San Diego this past week, 14-5 and five this year, 15-4 and four against the Giants, 14-5 and five against Arizona, 8-5 and five against the Rockies with six games left in the regular season. Lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, it's the Dodgers and Rockies, the first is six. Between these two teams, Dodgers magic number to have the best record in baseball and clinch home field advantage to the World Series is one. Take care of business. Get a win tonight. Clayton Kirsch on the mound. First pitch when we come back. I'm Tim Cates. Tim Cates has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.